Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, my name is Gary Mansfield, and this is a bonus episode of the Ministry of Arts podcast. Now, as ever, let's begin by banging these bongos. Hello and welcome to this bonus episode of the Ministry of Arts podcast. Today I've got the absolute pleasure of once again speaking to Nathan Jones, who is dad and possibly even assistant to Background Bob. Now I won't go into too much detail about Background Bob because, well, Nathan does that in this podcast. But what I will say about Background Bob, whose real name is Noah, is that he's a teenage lad with possibly the biggest smile in Essex. But but other than that, throughout his life, he's needed a lot of help from the children's ward in his local hospital. And Noah had always loved painting. So his family helped Noah paint A4 bits of cardboard. His parents then contacted some artists and asked if they'd like to create an artwork to put over the top of these paintings. That pretty much instantly snowballed and culminated in a massive exhibition in Colchester's first site gallery, which I was lucky enough to be part of myself. Now, Background Bob is about to have his third exhibition, and if you're listening to this on the day of release, which is Friday the 31st, then that'll be tomorrow, the 1st of April. And the show's going to be on for a whopping six months. So to tell you more about the exhibition and its accompanying book, please come with me and meet Nathan Jones. And there's Noah and the family, all right? Yeah, he's been all right, mate. He's, uh, you know, slowly kind of making good steps. So you kind of, you know, with him, it's it's always kind of a, a step forward and a step back. A step yeah, forward, of course, of course. And, um, but, you know, we take the good days and uh, get through the bad days like everyone else. He's doing okay, though. He's been, uh, he's gone off to Tesco's with his mum because he's, you know, living living the famous lifestyle dream. Yeah. <laughs> Well, see, he hasn't gone to open the new store, has he? <laughs> no, no. 
I think he's I think he's gone to Tesco's and then he's going to a garden centre to pick up some plant pots. So. Oh, it's that celebrity lifestyle, eh? Yeah. Which is funny, though, because they, they always recognise him at the garden centre and come over and talk to him. Nice. <laughs> he loves it, so it's brilliant. We're drastically trying to sort of, like, keep him fit and healthy for opening day because I think... I think uh, opening day is going to be a big deal for him. He's, we've been hyping him all week and he's very, very excited about it all. But unfortunately, kind of getting excited is something that um, you know, makes him so tired now and he gets yeah. kind of out of breath. And It's great that first sight in Colchester will give you the third exhibition, isn't it? Yeah, we were, we were, we were kind of quite surprised by it already because um, we'd sort of had talks with them already and uh, at the, the end of last year's project and uh, they asked us if we were doing it again and, and uh, initially, they did say that they they probably couldn't take it just because uh, of the busy diary that they've got already. Yeah. And uh, and we were like, oh well, you know, we've kind of had a good run with those guys. They've really supported us and put on two great shows. So grateful for kind of you know working with them. But then it kind of threw up the problem of trying to find somewhere else to exhibit it. And and uh, you know, it wasn't the first time, so kind of it's probably not as exciting to some galleries. And, yeah. Uh, well, you was only guy. expecting the one, wasn't you? <laughs> well, completely, yeah. We were, we were expecting eight collaborations, because that's what yeah. we painted initially. So, uh, you know. But, um, you know, but then uh, various kind of health conditions and our life kind of got put on hold. Uh, uh, you know, kind of health scares with Noah, kind of other health scares with the family. Uh, just um, made us put a halt on everything, and I... You know, we were very aware that I didn't want to rush the project. I wanted to kind of make the third one, you know, kind of like a big kind of final hurrah, as it were. But um, And I didn't want to rush anything. So we just kind of stopped it for a little while. And in the meantime, first I came back to us and said, you know, if, if you're willing to wait until, you know, April, then we can put on a show again. You know, we'd love really? to do it because, it's you know, we started it all off and kind of it'd be really nice to kind of do the third and final one there with those guys so um so kind of you know it's weird how life plays out you know i was really disappointed and also you know health conditions were kind of driving us into the ground a little bit and making the project really hard to run and we were uncertain kind of you know you have to kind of carry on with it and stuff yeah. it, it, it felt really different with him you know with him being really really poorly and in hospital you know unfortunately there was moments where he was really really ill in hospital and um and there was you know, moments where we thought maybe he would make it and and it really changed the whole thinking behind the project of kind of, you know, those conversations of do we want to kind of carry on with it and yeah. do we want it to continue in the background and kind of, you know, but me and my wife were very positive about it and, um, you know, it's, it's always been a project filled with love for him and, um, you know, he's supported massively by his nearly 10,000 followers on Instagram, Brilliant. which is ridiculous. So, well, for anyone that may not be aware of who we're talking about, we are talking about Background Bob. And I am speaking to Nathan, who is the PA of, uh, <laughs> of the PA <laughs> of, of Background Bob, or whatever hat you decide to be wearing. Dog's body. Dog's so, body. <laughs> dog's body will do. So if I hand over to you, Nathan, if you could tell us who Background Bob is, what Background Bob is, and what's about to happen. Of course. So, um, background Bob is uh, an alias of my now 14-year-old son, Noah. Um, he's a, a lovely, smiley, happy, cheeky uh, little boy who, uh, unfortunately, is 
quite disabled. He has um, hydrocephalus epilepsy and cerebral palsy, as well as uh, scoliosis. So he's kind of, um, you know, he's been thrown the whole shebang. But like I said, despite that, he's a really happy, fun little boy. Um, during um, the first lockdown, we decided to have a little bit of fun and paint some bits of cardboard and put a shout out on social media to ask if anyone wanted to come and collaborate with him. Um, we only painted eight pieces of cardboard because um, we didn't think it'd be a huge hit. It was a huge hit. Uh, we've had street artists and famous artists from all over the world join in. He's now collaborated with over 725 Brilliant. artists from actually all over the world, um, uh, including some really, really famous headline artists. Like this year, we used painted with uh, Shepard Fairey, Mr. Doodle, Grayson Perry, and uh, most notably, I guess, the uh, global mega star Ed Sheeran. That's not so, bad, is it? <laughs> no, it's, um, it's, just, it's just kept on growing. You know, the first one was, you know, the first project was great because it was in lockdown and it kind of filled our time and it was really lovely and it was a lovely positive story to be spreading. It kind of filled our day where we just painted back bands each day and we sent them out each day and, and then we sat there and waited for them to come back and it kind of, you know, we... We were on the news and we made the one show and it kind of just grew and grew. We produced a book and 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 it's slowly kind of grown from there. And I realised that at the end of the first project, um, I'd had so many artists contact and saying, please do it again. Just do it again. Yeah. yeah. So I've done it again and we've done it again again. So this is our third year of running it. Um, so like I said, it's collaborated with over 720 artists so far now. Um, all the proceeds of a book which we make every year goes straight to um, Colchester so Infrastructure Charity, which is our local children's ward for uh, you know all the help that they give us and the care that they give him and continue to do so probably for the rest of his life. Uh, and it's the money is just to be used to uh, you know brighten up those sort of like dull little areas in the hospital, um, yeah. make it a bit more fun, make it a bit more cheery, but also kind of make it um, you know it's always a, a it's always a depressing, you know, kind of uh, visit, a hospital visit, even if it's, you know, if it's not serious. But, but for a lot of times in the children's ward, it's very anxious, very serious and, uh, you know, very scary. So if we can kind of uh, take the edge off some of that and just yeah. make it all a bit more welcoming and a bit nice, you know, and, and help, you know, kind of ease, ease people's minds whilst they're, you know, going through these worrying times with their children being in hospital. So it's been, you know, it's been really really rewarding there's, you know there's it's it's not just raising the huge amount of money we've raised i mean you know through the auctions of his art revenue books he's made over 160,000 pounds brilliant which is you know i think our initial aim was to raise five grand Super, <laughs> super. so you know we're still kind of like kicking ourselves now i mean uh, a question i keep regularly getting asked now is that you know you've raised 160 grand kind of uh, how much would you like to raise from this one and I've never had any expectations or hopes you know kind of any any money that we make is greatly appreciated and, and will be uh, used well at the hospital but it would be definitely nice to to break 90 grand this time so we can say we've handed over a quarter of a million yeah. pounds yeah in yeah. a tiny little project that we started in lockdown you know um, but like I said you know all, all, all proceeds are hugely um, appreciated so how many artists have you got this time round on the third exhibition? Another 256, I think there is. That seems to be the first the first time round uh, we opened it up to 
the, the rules basically were if you sent me your address i sent you a background and um so we'd sit and paint these backgrounds every day and we'd have a look through instagram and facebook see who'd sent us address and then we'd send them out and and it worked out about 250 which when we came to make a book and hold an auction it became a manageable amount of artists to kind of get involved with um you know yourself kind of like um, getting involved with artists although they're lovely giving you know talented people it is like herding cats sometimes oh yeah yeah it's terrible <laughs> and you know I, i'm guilty of it myself in the past <laughs> so uh, 250 seemed kind of like the the right amount it, it it makes the book a nice size without it becoming like a you know a telegraph a, a telephone directory yeah um you know we could have actually i mean easily have ramped that up to 500 i mean the response was enormous i mean the first book we naturally grew and we had the 250 odd artists who got involved when i put a shout out for oh, we're going to do it again i think we had over seven 750 artists came forward and we've had the same again this year it was um you know it was all the all the artists who've taken part in the last projects all jump in and want to do it again and and then another 750 new artists which which is you know it's great and and actually um it did throw up its own dilemmas kind of uh you know because at some point then i had to kind of kind of pick and choose kind of artists and um and we did that on loads of basis of criteria we had you know a list of things of uh what kind of artists they were kind of who they were what they did for their living you know we asked people to um tell us something about them yeah so uh you know kind of there was a, again a lot of nhs staff a lot of uh social workers and key workers you know, we wanted to, uh, you know, get those guys involved in our project because it's something that's close to us. Uh, it's, you know, it's part of our lives. But, um, but, you know, sometimes the applications, I guess we call it, were, you know, just fun and, you know, yeah. and had a laugh and, and we want that. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. It's hard telling Noah to up his workload as well. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He'll work three or four times harder. Yeah, well, well, I know. Well, the other thing is, is that kind of obviously in um, lockdown when we were doing this project, we had all day, every day. Yeah. You know, and um, it's not a quick process painting the background, unfortunately. <laughs> and uh, you know, it's messy, and some days you don't want to do it. So it's kind of, um, you know, to paint two hundred and fifty, we, you know, kind of, we, it kind of just became something routinely that we did within each day. And some days it took, you know, 10 minutes, some days it took an hour, but we just did it every day as part of his, part of his day. And, uh, and and I think, you know, he really, you know, I'd, I'd say, right, now it's painting time, come on, you've got to get your work head on. He has a little Superman apron we put on, so he knows he's going to work. <laughs> and, uh, and, he, right. and he really, he really, really loves it, bless him. He's like, uh, 
you know, sometimes I think he likes the idea a bit more than he actually likes doing it. But you know, <laughs> start becoming a bit of a diva, start demanding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. There was lots of diva days. Now. <laughs> How was it getting hold of the likes of Shepard Fairey, Mister Doodle, Grayson Perry, or Ed Sheeran? Oh, oh wow, they've all got their own little story. Actually, <laughs> um, I'll, I'll give you a couple of them. Um, of course, obviously, uh, you people know people. Yeah. It's just, you know, and uh, this has been one good thing about this project is that so many people have wanted to help. So there's lots of other ways of helping, but lots of artists who, uh, you know, aren't so famous say, I know so-and-so and I know so-and-so, you know, if I could get, get you in touch and go, of course, yes, please. So Shepherd came about sort of via lots of people, actually. I think, you know, he's a well-loved and well-respected artist and lots of people yeah. know him. And uh, there was various links to like the Lisa project and uh, a guy called Andy, who we know, um, who worked closely with Shepard. I think they probably put a good word in for us, which was um, amazing. Um, Mr. Doodle kind of, um, do you know what? I, I actually just wrote to Mr. Doodle and um, Mr. Doodle's manager, I think, is, or not manager, probably his PA is, is uh, Mr. Doodle's dad. Oh, and, there you uh, go. Mr. Doodle's dad wrote Doodle Senior. Letter. Yeah, he wrote a lovely letter back to uh, email back to us and said, Yeah, yeah, sounds like a great idea. You definitely send us a background and we'll get involved. Grayson was one of those ones that we'd had on the radar for a long time. Me and my wife are big Grayson Perry fans and, and also um, joined all of the projects. He was running his own lockdown pro TV projects, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah. So, uh, you know, it was, it was a big sort of thing for us to try and get him involved and we just kept on hitting a dead end. There was no, uh, it was always management and PR and kind of, you know, and I don't ever think we, I just think that if you put the uh, background in the hand of an artist and he has a quick read about what it's really about, I can see a lot of people wanting to do it, even if they're of busy. Course. Of course. And so, and we knew that with Grayson, you know, he seems like a lovely guy and, you know, and a big heart. And um, so uh, I bypassed all his managers and all his um, people. I did the same with Joe Lysett as well, getting him involved. I uh, found out he was doing a talk, at a gig at a place. And I sent a background with uh, in an envelope with urgent written all over it uh, and posted it to Grayson Perry. So I posted it a couple of days before Grayson was going to be there. So obviously the venue hold on to it for a bit and then pass it on to him. And I figured it's the best chance of getting it in his hands. And uh, in both ways, it worked because I sent one to Joe Lassett who was doing a comedy gig in Bristol or somewhere. And Grayson was doing a chat somewhere in Margate. And, um, and so we got to it. Uh, the Ed Sheeran one came about... Um, again through uh, an artist who's uh, another artist who's involved this year and like a lot of the people who kind of get involved I also have a quick look through their Instagram and sort of see what their work they do and kind of see who they are and but uh yeah and there was a photo of him standing there with Ed Sheeran and another couple of guys and uh, it said something like good to hang out with my homie Ed so I messaged him and said like you know is there any chance I can if I send you a couple of our books can you just can you get them to Ed Sheeran? I said, that'll be enough. I'll, I'll be well chuffed if Ed Sheeran even hears about our project. And uh, so I sent a couple of books, but also with those couple of books, I did also send a background. Of course. Because why not? I'm only getting one opportunity to do this. So yeah. uh, I thought I'll uh, chuck one in there. And um, and it kind of went on for you know, a couple of months and I didn't hear anything from it. And uh, and I knew, knew, I knew this guy was trying, but obviously, you know, Ed's a busy man. He just started his world tour. <laughs> and I'm sure it's not that easy to pin down. So uh, yeah, I think he was in New Zealand or Australia or something. And um, and then all of a sudden, one day out of the blue, I just got a random WhatsApp message, which was a video message of Ed Sheeran holding a book saying, 
thank you, Noah. I love what you're doing. And I'll paint you back one soon. Brilliant. And it was like, oh, God. And then, again, we waited and waited for Ed to actually do it. And, uh, and then the, mate, uh, the, the artist uh, who held us out, um, his name is uh, Mike Kindred. Um, he uh, said, um, oh, I've got Ed's background. Come and, come and get it. So we went down and met up with them and uh, picked it up, which was... Um, <laughs> You know, incredible. It's just, it's just such a strange thing. I mean, music's a massive thing in our house, and um, you know, Ed's written some lovely songs um, that kind of are very touching to you know, a lot of people. You know, so um, it's you know, it's lovely to have him involved. When will they be going on sale, Nathan? <laughs> uh, these ones will now be going on sale after the exhibition. So the exhibition starts the first on Saturday, the first of April, and will run until the eighth of October. Um, and then we'll give it probably a couple of weeks. I reckon it because uh, you know the I've got to get them back from the gallery, but then also I have to then have the mammoth task of uh, listing them all. Oh. We're going to sell them all on eBay again. I think um, the ethos of the project has always been that you know we want it to be fully inclusive. We want it to be open to everyone, and and also that side of it for me is um, when it comes to the sale of it as well. Um, I wasn't interested in any way of kind of getting involved with uh you know an auction house or something like that i mean we did have auction houses who very kindly came forward and offered and offered us spots to sell, sell it um you know for free or for a low commission cost or something like that but i want the pieces to be bought by people who you know so everyone can have a chance of winning one yeah, I think eBay was the most open and the most fair platform to um, do it. I think everyone pretty much uses eBay nowadays. Yeah, It's a, a nice listing uh, process for me, an easier listing process for me, less work because uh, you know, I'm quite busy already, you know. <laughs> and, um, and also, you know, things like, uh, you know, the money can be directed straight to the charity. You know, it's it's completely transparent. I don't touch any of the money. It goes, goes straight to the, the account of the hospital. Uh, they make all of the money and eBay... Uh, offer that service for free so um it makes it it just makes it accessible i like the idea that kind of you know you can sit there on the day and kind of bid and bid and bid and do what you see what you can win and um you know the first year it it just went crazy i mean it was every time we were refreshing the screen it had gone up by two thousand pounds and some of the pieces kind of pretty much trebled in the last minute of the yeah, yeah. auction which was great the second auction did really well as well i think we raised another nearly 50 grand from the second auction and considering you know there was a cost of living crisis going on and a war in ukraine and lots of uh, fundraising you know rightly so going on for for those kind of efforts um we were really really pleased with the amount of money we raised then as well we're really happy with kind of how, how it's all kind of worked out and um, you know kind of a hope that hope it's a huge hit again and for anyone who's not able to make the exhibition uh, is anyone <laughs> able to see it on your social media we've posted all of the artwork uh, as well as just us messing around as a family and all of the other rubbish that we do uh, that we seem to love um but all the all the artwork is there we will be uh, for those who can't make it to the exhibition um, we of course have a book which you can buy which contains all of the artwork that will be hopefully available via our instagram and uh a website link which we'll put up uh on the 15th of April, we're still having a few teething problems with the um, selling platform at the moment. And we're just kind of like a beta testing it in the background just to make sure it all goes right because I don't want people not getting books that they bought. 
or um, we will, after the first initial month or so of the auction being up and running, um, do a couple of video walkarounds. And uh, for those who can't come, when people have got lots of followers who who live abroad, and you know, and lots of artists who took part who you know live in America and Australia and places. So we're you know, pretty pretty sure they're not coming. <laughs> and would there be a hashtag anyone could follow? I presume hashtag background Bob. Yeah, it's always hashtag background Bob. We add it to everything, so uh, and uh, you know it's uh, become a good hashtag. It's uh, it's quite highly followed, which is lovely. When we first started this project, it's, uh, it was something that um, we very quickly became aware of. Like, do we want to kind of like share our sum uh, in this way? Um, you know, and putting him out there was, you know, one of those things. Is did we want to do it? You know, there's safety issues and yeah, you know all, yeah. all of the other rubbish that comes along with social media. But, you know, but there's also lots of awesome stuff that comes with social media. And um, one of the best things from this project has me being able to share my son with you all and to watch, uh, watch you all lovingly embrace him and follow his <laughs> crazy routine of a life. And uh, it's, been, it's been so lovely to see that, you know, we've had some dark times in the last six months and um, things like that have really kind of got us through, you know, and also all of the connections and friends and opportunities that come from this project um you know it's not just about that it's just but it's it's been so lovely to you know kind of chat with people and meet with people and you know we've been invited to various kind of events probably that we wouldn't have been invited to yeah. send you know kind of oh, hate to think how many gifts we've been sent <laughs> it's, it's, it's probably in the hundreds which is you know really really lovely and so, you know, everything, everything about it has been completely joyous. And at the heart of it has been my little boy. It's, you know, it's left, um, it's left a, a wonderful legacy for him for whatever happens later on in his life. Um, he's more than had his 15 minutes of fame and he's stamped himself, you know, all over the place. But in a really loving uh, and creative way, which is just perfect. Brilliant. Absolutely perfect. Brilliant. Right, but I'll yeah. go. I'll go because I'm going to go do some install. All right, me on, mate. Will you have a good day? And yeah, Andrew, bud. I'll speak to you soon. Always a pleasure. See you soon, All mate. the best to the family, mate. Thanks, mate. Bye-bye. If you've got an exhibition or any other creative project within the arts, or even just want to promote your own artwork, you could do that in podcast form similar to the one you've just listened to. They start at a convenient price point that is comfortable for any artist working on a budget. This podcast itself is created by working artists and we know how important that is. So to find out more information you can email us on ministryofartsorg at gmail.com or on Instagram at ministryofartsorg. Ta-da! It's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's stamps.com code program.